For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created, the simple and effective way to lose weight. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Wednesday the 19th of July, welcome to Afternoon Sport, I'm Dan McHugh and I'm joined by the one and only Shane Lee. How are you buddy? Yeah good mate, I heard you were hanging out with Stewie McGill yesterday. Yeah the guy named after the career ground, SCG McGill, and um, I went on the Fire Up podcast uh, with Steve Ferris and, uh, and Stu, um, talking about all things footy, it's a, cra- it's a cracking podcast actually, and then Stuart's launching his own podcast called Wickets, Wickets 208, right? Um, which, I, which I'm going to be a co-host on I think, uh, and a guy called Jack Sharp who is a magician. And what's the 208? That's how many test wickets he took. Oh, okay. And and Jack yeah. Sharp, is he like a comedy magician or a mentalist or well, what? He, well, he's probably all those things. He was a um, he was a great cricketer for um, for North Sydney. He's a good statistician, so that's what he brings to the thing. But I gave him his first um, actual uh, gig um, as a comedian. It was for my daughter Zara's, I think it was her fifth birthday. All right. And uh, so he came around here and all the mums are here and that, and um, he made one of the mother's bras disappear. <laughs> sort of, he, missed the, he missed the mark, but it was hilarious. This is a PG show. I'm not going to go any further into that one. Uh, today we'll be discussing cricket, soccer, AFL, NRL and more. Someone you love could die of a sudden cardiac arrest at any age, any fitness, at any time. More than 80% happen at home and chances of survival decrease by 10% every minute And sadly, in Australia, around 50 people die from cardiac arrest a day while waiting for the ambulance to arrive. But now, you can increase your chances of survival with CellAid, the world's first mini personal defibrillator. It's simple to use and as small as a block of chocolate. Every home should have a CellAid. It's really a lifesaver. Buy your CellAid at CellAid.io. That's C-E-L-L-A-E-D dot I-O. So big news yesterday, Shane, as State Premier Dan Andrews announced that the 2026 Commonwealth Games would not be taking place in Victoria. Politics, politics. Yeah, this is a it's a funny one. This is one of the reasons why I think he was re-elected, old Dan Andrews. And um, but he's claiming now that the budget has completely blown out from which was originally around 2.6 billion now north of seven billion dollars. He said the state state can't afford it. So. It's a funny one, mate. There's, there's a lot of sport at the moment. Right? We're seeing we've got the Women's World yeah. Cup, we've had the, the, the Cricket yeah. World Cups, we've got the Rugby World Cup coming up. Is this the death of the Commonwealth Games? It, quite possibly. Um, you see, it, it kind of feels like it, I mean, because they have had another city ditch it yeah. in the last games. Yeah, and like in, with the amount of money that goes into especially TV rights with, with Rugby League and then the AFL, there's not enough money around, uh, particularly in this country, to support all these different formats. Across all these different sports, and uh, mm. yeah, it's, it's almost like it's always has been a bit of a second thought. The Commonwealth Games, but I, I reckon it has. Yeah, it's possibly the death of it. It's it's kind of like um, uh, the Olympics light. Yeah, or, you it know, is. It's it's the Diet Coke. It's not even the Coke no sugar no. of Olympics. No, so. it's not as cool as zero alcohol either. No. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. 
Something that's uh, exciting is the Women's World Cup is here. Mm. And since we've been talking about the Commonwealth Games, I believe there's a bit of a link there to how the Matildas actually got their name. Well, yeah. So it was a quite interesting article where they're talking about where the name actually started. And there's a number of different versions. Um, it goes back to, I think it was the Brisbane Commonwealth Games, uh, where we had uh, Matilda, who was the huge kangaroo, the winking kangaroo. Uh, did it come from that? Uh, there's speculation around Walsy Matilda, the, the famous Banjo Patterson poem where it's a swag uh, that used to sort of dance on, on the back of someone's shoulder. But they're yeah. originally saying that the Matildas were called the Soccerettes. It's a terrible Yeah, which name. is a horrible name. Soccerettes. It sounds like a but bloody disease. I think it's good that they're not called the Winking Kangaroos, though. No, that has very different connotations. <laughs> Doesn't that sound filthy? <laughs> it does. Matilda the Winking Kangaroo. I think I, I think they spelled winking wrong. Well, <laughs> <laughs> like he's got short arms, that kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> the women kick off tomorrow night against Ireland, 8pm at Olympic Park. They do. Uh, have you got snacks or a special dinner plan? Um, no, I haven't thought about that, but I'm going I'm to put that on my to-do list today. Yeah, something. I'm gonna, definitely going to watch that with, um, with my daughters and my son. Um, that should be a cracking game. I hope the girls start well. Um, there are a lot of expectations on them. Yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure, and um, some rise when there's a lot of pressure, and then some don't. So it'll be interesting to see how we go, but you'd think... We should beat Ireland, but uh, if I only get a goal early and the pressure's on us, we'll see how we react, see if the girls have the metal that we hope they do have. Shane, it's not like you to have um, not planned <laughs> snacks or dinner around a game, so jet lag, I'm mate. a bit disappointed. <laughs> Maybe you could cook an Irish stew or something, but that doesn't sound exciting, does it? Irish stew's good. I, I can do a good Irish stew as well, yes. Well, there you go. I've good just idea. solved yeah, it for some you. Some soda bread as well. Boom. There we go. All right, we have a uh, the women's ashes has resulted in a draw. Yeah, it has. So the, the final one day was played last night. So England win the one day series two one. Uh, overall, we drew the ashes, but we retain the urn. So that's the most important thing. The game last night, England scored two for two hundred eighty five. My favourite name in in sport, Scriver Brunt. She got another one hundred twenty nine. <laughs> <laughs> She's a good. She's a good scriber. Um, and Australia <laughs> could only manage 199. Lise Perry, once again, 53. Ash Gardner was the, the all-round star. She scored 41 and took three for 39, but it wasn't good enough. The Aussies lost the last match, but we have the urn. You beauty. Um, have you been drawn into Major League Cricket yet? Last night, the Texas Super Kings defeated MI New York. Yeah, they did. Um, no, I haven't. And um, look, Devin Conway, top scored, I know, for the Texas Super Kings was 74. Trent Bolt took two for 30. Um, but yes, apparently I saw some highlights and it's a good standard. Um, the grounds are good. Um, they're not playing on some baseball diamond. Uh, it's properly sort of manicured grounds and pitches. So that's a good sign. But once again, mate, back to the original chat around Commonwealth Games and so much sport. Here's a lot of cricket at the moment. Oh, there's way yeah. too much cricket. Also, did you know that uh, MI New York is actually named after the Mumbai Indians? Yes, it is. It's, it's owned. Um, that's. 100% owned. By in, in India Wind Sports, owned, yeah. who also own the MI Cape Town, MI Emirates yeah. and the Mumbai And that's Emirates, what I've been yeah. talking about in the show over, over the, sort of the last year is that um, they're trying to get players to sign central contracts. So the MI, who own all those different franchises, someone like a David Warner will play for all their teams and not play for their country. So that's the way that um, cricket's moving. Right. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, me- it means that potentially – it becomes irrelevant to play for your country. You're yeah, but I sign. reckon that takes the tribalism out of it, and that's sort of... It does. Yeah, I, it I does, think that mate. takes away the whole point of sport. 
Yeah, it does, mate. And um, it's yeah, cricket is in a very precarious position at the moment, so I have to watch your space carefully. Speaking of precarious positions, Stewie Do was spotted over uh, in England with the Australian team ahead of the fourth Ashes Test. And he had a uniform on, Shane. Does that mean he was working? No, he's come along. So the Aussies, he's um, he's the former um, uh, Gold Coast Suns uh, coach, coach who was yep. yeah, it was sort of sacked last sacked, week, sacked last week ceremoniously. Um, he, he's good mates with Travis Head. Travis Head is a an ambassador for Port Adelaide, um, and Jew played in the Premiership team there in 2004, so they're mates. So I think they just got him along, um, come over, and he's gone out there and. Um, McDonald, the Australian coach, actually got in. Uh, I think it was uh, uh, Josh Josh Selwood um, for the for the Lords Test. So they're trying to get other sportsmen in, different point of view, being around the Aussie team. Right. He's just there to uh, to get away from the the hustle and bustle and the the ugly contract separation. Yeah. Um, and the boys have sort of getting him in that they love their footy, so it's good to have someone like that around. So he's got their pooped his pants. They've said, "Don't worry, mate. Here's a tracksuit. Here's <laughs> a tracking. Don't don't shoot yourself." All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be talking tennis, AFL, NRL after this. For most men, there comes a point he has to man up and lose some weight. Most fall over the first hurdle, trying some extreme diet or fitness regime that's simply too hard or unrealistic to keep up. That's why Manshake was created. Packed with protein and low in sugar, it's sure to keep you full throughout the day, not to mention it's only $2.49 a meal. Over half a million Aussie guys have lost weight the Manshake way. So join us at themanshake.com.au and get started today. Uh, having a look at the tennis, uh, we saw Alcaraz defeat Novak Djokovic the other night uh, in Wimbledon. But uh, to just to put a bit of salt in the wound, Novak's been fined for smashing a racket. Oh, he'd be spewing too, wouldn't he, Novak? He, he got 2.3 million for runners up and they find him 11K. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, and, and you wow. know what? It's I was thinking, oh, 11K is nothing to him. But then I was also thinking, it doesn't matter how much money you have. When you get a, a parking ticket, it still, it still yeah. hurts. It still yeah. makes you more angry than anything else. And a, a fine like this must be the same thing, I reckon. Yeah, potentially. I mean, 11K, like, just for smashing a racket. Um, do you know that was the highest viewed uh, Wimbledon final since um, uh, Murray won? Um, oh, really? 13.2 million people watched that wow. um, since Andy Murray. So, uh, huge, huge audience. And um, it goes to show that uh, you know, Novak can turn a crowd. Um, he sure can. Yeah, and he's really pissed off losing that to Alcaraz. Look, I think Novak's been given such a hard go in the Australian media because you see him on the court, he's like so nice to the ball boys and so nice to everyone mm. around him. He can't be that bad. Yeah, would you invite him to to a dinner party? Oh, uh, I, I don't think he can. <laughs> so, I, I, but I think the point there is I, I don't think I would. He <laughs> looks like a bit of a twat. Having a look at the AFL, Swans' Dane Rampey was successful last night at the AFL Tribunal, having his two-game suspension turned over. Yeah, this was for rough conduct, so that's good news for the Swans. Finally, a little bit of luck there. Um, generally, when you go to the AFL Tribunal, um, nothing ever gets overturned, so that's really, really good news for the Swans. So he's free now to play Fremantle on Saturday. So look, the Swans are currently 14th. We're an outside chance, the 8th. I doubt we're going to make it. Yeah. But at least we're getting some players back and we're not losing players through injury or through suspension. I reckon the Swans can take Fremantle. 
Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. I think we should. We've got a little, little bit of momentum now, and we've got, got some really good guys back on the park. So hopefully, it's going to be a, it's going to be a tough run home. It's not um, undoable, but we'll see. So this next story, they've made it about making out Gil McLaughlin as he's a bit of a a, a, a tool <laughs> yeah. because he declared Queensland is becoming an AFL state. But I think actually, what the real story is that. Um, He's suggesting that AFL is going to make a play for Queensland and, and is saying it's going to be the number one sport within the next five years. Well, yeah, they're definitely making a play uh, Australia-wide, the AFL. And I think this, he's the outgoing um, CEO. And mate, I, I would be very surprised, Dan, if there wasn't a clause in his contract that says upon exit that the game had to be more national than it was when he started. <laughs> just <laughs> yeah. saying, just saying. So now he's out there saying Queensland's it's, it's the participation, it's rivaling uh, the NRL, and the next five or ten years it will be uh, more dominant on most metrics. So he's already just doing it for his own exit clause, mate, and bonus. Yeah, but he may be right because the if you look at sport in Australia, it really depends on grassroots, and AFL's definitely – Grown some roots into schools and 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 younger oh, kids. So, one hundred percent it has in Queensland, but it's not as big as um, yeah, Ben Iken came out, who's uh, the former um, league player himself, and now runs I think Queensland Rugby League. Um, and he said, I don't know what stats. I think Gillam McLaughlin's even been to Queensland. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what he's talking about because um, they're not the metrics that we've got up here. All right, well, let's have a look at the NRL. What's going on at Manly with Isaac Moses? Is he? Executing a quiet takeover or something, or well, it's just yeah, speculation. Manly's come out and really defensive now with their PR machine. Um, so the, the story is Isaac Moses is a player agent on the Northern Beaches, um, and he said he only manages five of the thirty-nine contracted players at Manly. He forgot to mention that he also negotiated the coach's contract, Anthony Seabold, the assistant coach's contract, Shane Flanagan, and Jim Dimmick, uh, plus also the new recruitment officer, um, Peter Gentle. Um, so what they're saying is now is that they're saying, is Seabold aligned with this player manager? Because since he's come, every player has been part of, of that um, stable. Um, so Seabold getting backhanders, that's what they're alluding to here. I don't know whether it's true or not. Um, but Manly City had come out on, on, on the on the real defensive and said, no, no, and they've named all the other player agents involved. So yeah, it, it does smell. It does smell of a bit of a rort. The, the thing is, he's not doing any good for them. They're sitting 11th on the no. ladder. They haven't been yeah. a strong team all year. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. No. I, I think that's uh, there's more to come with that story, yeah? I agree, I agree, I agree. Um, you'd be cheering that your Dragons uh, may have a chance to win a game this week. They're playing the Tigers? Oh. Yeah, well, <laughs> as they say in Scotland, don't order your kilt just yet. <laughs> yeah, they also have a chance to lose, yes, yes. Yeah. But, I mean, they could yeah, win. We could. Um, yeah, and then I'm taking my son out to the Roosters Chairman's Club the following week to see Roosters take on take on um, West Tigers. So, yeah, at least Thomas reckons he's, he likes, he goes for the Roosters, so he reckons they'll beat the oh, Tigers, and I, think he, and I think he's at right. At least there's one winner in the family. Oh, they're not really it, winners yeah. either, though, are they? No, it's all bad, yeah. mate. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's it for Afternoon Sport today. Make sure you hit follow or subscribe wherever you listen. A big thank you to our sponsors. Yeah, fantastic sponsors. Cell AED, the world's smallest defibrillator. And we'll be back tomorrow with your daily dose of sport. We will. That was fun, Dan. Cheers, mate. Hi, it's David Poir here host of the Employability Podcast. We have a new season of episodes for you to listen to. So if you're someone starting out in your professional career and looking for a way to get ahead in the corporate world, tune in. On the pod, we talk to a bunch of people from diverse backgrounds who have navigated their way to successful careers here in Australia. 
find the Employability Podcast on any podcast app and click to follow. <laughs>